Welcome back to Talking Troy. As always, I'm your host, Anthony Greed. We've got a special edition of this episode. We're in Vegas for the Pac-12 tournament, um, a wild USC win against Washington last night. Obviously, they'll be playing UCLA tonight in the semifinal. Um, I'm always joined with Adam Jasper. Adam, how's it going? Doing well. Happy to be here uh, covering the games. And yeah. Yep, it's been uh, exciting. Obviously, the game last night against Washington was a bizarre one. USC won 65-61. Um, and they had the story of the game really was the turnovers. 23 turnovers, the season high. Um, that really, at some points, it was comical what was happening. Um, they couldn't inbound the ball <laughs> with the final moments of the game. You know, Turned the ball over twice, two possessions in a row, basically, on inbounds. But they still managed to win. Um, Adam, I mean, just give me your... Just, just your takeaways from that game and then we'll go preview UCLA absolutely so uh you watched that game last night and it was kind of a mess uh especially those last two minutes where USC I believe had four turnovers uh and just couldn't get an inbounds playoff and it looked super frantic but it did show some resolve from the Trojans they were down for the most of this game down three at half they actually got down by as much as eight um early on in the second half they didn't really come out as strong as we would have expected, um, given that they were making some adjustments. Uh, but they rallied. They rallied and they came back, and that was really in part um, Boogie Ellis' scoring, which he found his he found his footing from beyond the three-point line, and he had 17 points on the night, and 10 of those were in the second half. So Ellis was big for them. Uh, the defense stepping up uh, to guard Terrell Brown Jr., who was... Um, you know, just lit them up for 21 points in the first half, looked absolutely unguardable, um, 9 of 13, I believe, uh, shooting, and then was 1 for 12 in the second half. So th- those kind of uh, defensive adjustments and, you know, guys just locking up individually as well. It was Agbon Polo guarding him. It was Boogie guarding him. It was Isaiah Mobley on the last two possessions making big stops. Um, so those guys coming up um, big on the defensive end really contributed to despite all those issues, like you said, with the turnovers, um, free throw shooting was a little bit um, of an issue. More so the fact that Washington was getting to the line a lot more and making, they were 11 of 11 at the end of the first half uh, on their free throw attempts. So despite those things, you know, USC still gets the win and by no means was it comfortable, um, but I think, you know, it's it's surviving advance at this point, um, like everybody says, so... You got to take that away from it. Yeah, that's the model, really. Um, it's March. You got to you got to find a way to win, no matter what way you can. And I think there were some positives, even though it was it was an ugly win. It was really bad second half performance from both sides. Uh, UCLA, excuse me, USC, they just couldn't take care of the ball. It it became laughable at, at some points. Um, had four turnovers in just quick succession, and they couldn't do anything really on offense um, for most of that half. But then Washington couldn't do it as well. They had so many chances to, to get up double digits, so many chances to just blow the game out. But they didn't. Um, I think you mentioned some of the stuff that I looked at that I thought were good. Mental toughness was something that was mentioned in post-game press conference. Um, I think that's just a, a good way to mention how you won a close game that you probably shouldn't have won, that they were mentally tough. Um but, I mean, you, you saw it. I mean, I think they found a way to win, and that's really all that matters. And going into tonight, you're going to need to find ways to win. 
um, against UCLA, who I think is really rounding out to form. Uh, I think they're they're playing their best basketball of the season at the most important time. Obviously, these two sides played uh, less than a week ago at Poly Pavilion, and that was a game where USC had 15 turnovers. They've had 38 turnovers in the past two games. 50, if you count the Arizona game. 50 turnovers in three games, um, which is just unbelievable. But they still could have won that game against UCLA. Um, we got to obviously touch on what we're going to be looking for tonight. I think it's a huge matchup. It's not really the biggest matchup of the of the rivalry history, but I think it's up there. Um, Adam, what do you think is going to be important for USC if they want to get this win? So I think the biggest thing for USC heading into this semifinal matchup is not only getting their own scores involved, but limiting the scores on UCLA, specifically Jaime Jaquez, um, and I mean for USC specifically Drew Peterson, who did have kind of a debatable game against Washington. You know, had some big buckets in the second half. I will say he kind of turned it around, but uh, was one of five at one point, I believe, at half, something like that. wasn't wasn't too effective in the first half. How are those scores going to impact the game? It's it's all about really when it comes down to it, who you can rely on in the clutch. Uh, this game's probably going to be close, just based on the first two games. Even with USC having that many turnovers at Pauley Pavilion, they still kind of kept it close. They were down double digits and rallied back to make it a two-point game before Cody Riley hit that turnaround jumper that kind of sealed it. Um, so this game's going to be... It's going to be tight. I, I don't really... Uh, I don't think anyone should expect anything else from it. It's a you know great rivalry matchup. The stakes are even higher now. Like you said, it might it might very well be one of the best rivalry matchups in USC UCLA history. Um, and yeah, uh, who's going to step up? Boogie Ellis did it last night. Um, can it be him again? Can Isaiah Mobley start scoring a little more? Um, definitely had an impactful game down the stretch on defense, but not as much so on offense. Um, and then obviously limiting those guys like Jaime Hawkes, Johnny Juzang, uh, Jules Bernard, who had a really strong game as well against USC at Pauley Pavilion. Um, how can they limit them getting elbow jumpers that they're just mm-hmm. going to knock down every time? Uh, and that kind of happens with the pick and roll. So a lot of things to look at there for sure. Yeah, I mean, the signs point to a, a blowout because USC hasn't been playing well recently and UCLA has been playing to form. But I, I agree. I think it's going to be a close matchup. It's a tournament game. It's a rivalry game. Things are really thrown out of the window in these types of matchups. I think a key thing that that has to you know be figured out for USC. Obviously, you've got to figure out these turnovers. You just you just can't win. You can't win turning the ball over double digits. Um, they got lucky last night. You just can't do that against UCLA. Uh, another thing, a key thing you mentioned, the free throw shooting against Washington. They shot, uh, you know, I think eleven free throws in the first half. Um, I don't know if you have the total for the game, but it was up. It was up there, and you can't do that against UCLA. They're one. They're the best free throw shooting team in the Pac-12. So you have to be disciplined on that. Um, some of that is just not biting on Jaime Hawkins' pump fakes, which Isaiah Mobley did a couple times uh, in, the, in the previous game. But you got to see who's going to step up. I think Drew Peterson right now. He had a really hot stretch, and now he's kind of cooled off. Um, he obviously his game is not just scoring. He's also just a really great rebounder, and he and he's a solid playmaker. How will Boogie, Boogie Ellis is really rounding into form. He only had uh, before that UCLA game. He only had a uh, double digit points in two of the last eight games, and he hadn't shot over fifty percent since a late January matchup against Cal. Now he's done that 
um, or he did that last night, shot 60%. That was his first time shooting that high since that Cal game. So he's really rounding at the form. I think he's playing well. Um, you're going to want him to step up in this big game. And he he played pretty well against UCLA, the second matchup. Um, so you got to pay attention to that. How will Isaiah Mobley look? He was outstanding, I think, last week. Um, just his defense against Jaime Alquez was a little suspect. I'm really, I don't know what they're going to do with him. Who they're going to put? Are they going to put Mobley? Are they going to put Aguan Polo? Uh, is Kobe Johnson going to get some looks at him? Um, I, I really don't know. I think that's going to be a key key moment of the game. Um, how Because I, I think Drew Peterson is going to stay with Johnny Juzang. That's really what's been the matchup uh, this season. So how do you how do you line that up? That's really what I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, and obviously you gotta win the rebounding battle. Uh, you got That's just important against the UCLA team. That's not not really uh, ha- doesn't really have a lot of size. Um, USC is bigger than them. So that's really what I'm looking forward to. Um, what do you think really is just gonna be important for USC to contain really on that defensive side? Yeah, I mean it's a big question. Um, Who is gonna be guarding Jaime Hawkes? Uh, you know. You would want it to be Isaiah Mobley, realistically, just looking at it in terms of man-for-man matchups. Like you said, Drew Peterson's going to be on Juzang. Um, and then the big man, it'll be Cody, Cody Riley, Miles Johnson, um, one of the two. And that's probably going to be Chavez Goodwin. Mm-hmm. There's maybe been some talks about him not starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we don't know. Uh, it's a, lot, a lot is up in the air there. Um, and you would like it to be Isaiah Mobley guarding Hawkes. But... As we saw last time, maybe there's a case that uh, Andy Enfield needs to uh, make a change there. Um, Agbon Polo did a pretty solid job on his matchups for the most part against Washington. They started to kind of switch him on to uh, uh, Terrell Brown at points, uh, and I think he made some defensive plays, if I'm not mistaken. Um, had some times guarding Brown on the perimeter in the second half, and obviously Brown was 1 for 12, I think, like I said. Um in the second half, uh, some adjustments were made there that ended up working out. And Agbon Polo's got the length uh, to defend Juzang. It's just a matter of uh, what, um, excuse me, Hawkes. Uh, it's just a matter of whether he has the discipline uh, to do so, like you said about those pump fakes. Um, so much momentum goes into that uh, when Mobley is jumping up for the first shot and then Hawkes can bump into him and get two free throws or make it. I mean, he very well could make that elbow jumper with contact and get an and one. Um, and then the next time that he would come down the court, he could look like he's doing the same thing. So Mobley backs up a little bit, and that's when uh, Hawkes will just lean in and make it an even easier shot. So it's a, it's a really tough balance. And it he did kind of expose Isaiah Mobley a little bit in that UCLA game. Um, I would... Um, personally, I would still trust Mobley with it. I, I, it may be a little bit controversial after um, what we saw at Pauly, but you know, just for size, it makes most sense. And then you can afford to put Agbon Polo on um, someone like Jules Bernard, possibly, mm-hmm. yep. who's also been an issue uh, for USC's defense. So big questions about matchups. A lot, lot's going to be decided, I think, in who's on who. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think Mobley is probably the best bet. Um to guard Hawkes. After the the game last week, Andy Enfield said that uh, he liked having Isaiah Mobley at the five and kind of going small. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to do that immediately, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does that for long stretches, whether it's putting him at the five and having a two-guard lineup, you know, Ethan Anderson, Boogie Ellis, and then having 
Max and Drew and whoever else you want to play there, Kobe Johnson, Reese Dixon Waters. Uh, I think that's a that's a pretty strong lineup. Um, Ethan Anderson had a, had a solid first half yesterday, and then he played three minutes in the second half. Andy Enfield said it's because he had back-to-back turnovers. He just took him out. Um, so we'll see if, if that impacts any minutes. Joshua Morgan, he only played six minutes last week. Does he get some more run? Um, and now six minutes really because of foul trouble. But I think Isaiah Mobile at the five is uh, is something that he should experiment with. I mean, you're at this is a tournament game. You don't want to continue to do the same things you've been doing. This is a team that you've played. This is the third time this season. Obviously, it's a rivalry game. You know each other well. It's it's good to mix it up. Um, so I think that's what they'll do. I think Mobley will get some run on the five. Um, do you think that's kind of something that's going to happen? I think I see it as a little less likely than you, honestly. Um, Goodwin's been starting at the five for a lot of this year. Um, and you are very much so right about how Enfield might be looking to shift into that and how there's a case to be made that Goodwin's not right at the five just based on the matchups. Um, when we look at this, it's kind of hard to put him on anyone else. But um, UCLA's big man, and mm-hmm. when they run a lineup without a big man, um, without uh, Cody Riley or Miles Johnson, which is very feasible for them to do, then Chavez Goodwin's, frankly, not going to have a good matchup. And um, But that being said, it's kind of an issue. Um, the way I look at it is, you know, they've gotten so far in the season with this formula. Mm-hmm. Changing it now kind of throws everything off. Um, and there's a case to be made that that could, you know, jeopardize them winning the game um, in probably the, big, the biggest game of the year so far. I don't think that's really up for debate. It, it really is the biggest game of the year. So, you know, you've got a formula. It's been working on and off a little bit. It, it, it's definitely not perfect, and we would love to see some experimentation, I think, um, if it ends up working out. If it doesn't end mm-hmm. up working out, it's going to be um, a big risk-reward kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, think, I think a lot of people will be disappointed if he chooses to go Mobley at the five and then, you know, something happens, matchups get exposed. Um, yeah. So I could I could definitely see them sticking with Goodwin in there. Yeah, I think Goodwin will start. Um, I think there will be some stretches. Where I, like, because if they played no center, I, I, I think Goodwin, you can't, you can't keep him out there. Right. Um, he'll just be hunted on defense and it won't be good. You know, and Chavez, he has, really hasn't played well recently. Um, against Arizona, he wasn't he wasn't really doing much. UCLA he didn't do much. Washington he didn't really didn't really do much. Um, so he's in a he's in a bad stretch. So I, I that's what really gives me the idea of maybe you know we see more Moby at the five. I mean that's what makes his talent so exceptional. His his versatility is great. Um, he could he could guard you know probably two through five if he stays in front of a guard. Depends who it is. I mean he, we saw it last night against Terrell Brown. So I think that's just what makes it difficult, and it makes a defense that can switch everything. Um, you can just be more versatile on that end, makes it easier. Don't have to worry about you know Chavez or whoever, Joshua Morgan, if he's gonna play uh, against a small lineup. You don't have to worry about it. But uh, I think you know I'm I'm with you as well too. I think you know you don't want to mix it up too much. It's kind of you know if you want 26 games with Chavez Goodwin at the five, um, you'll probably stick with him for however many minutes. Um, any final thoughts on this game that's coming up tonight? Yeah, I mean, stakes are bigger than ever. Uh, we can talk about USC's slow starts because that was kind of a thing that was a reoccurring issue, um, especially kind of like that middle of the season um, yeah. uh, mark where they would win these close games against lower 
um, placed conference opponents, um, but they'd start off, you know, down 10, something crazy like that. And it wasn't as apparent against Washington, but I do think it still happened. They were down three and a half to a team that they'd beaten by 10 in the regular season. Like, that was a struggle. They weren't able to guard Terrell Brown. Like, mm-hmm. that that was a slow start, and I think even if there isn't a, oh, wow, we definitely started slow because we were down 10, um, even if that deficit wasn't as much, you still have to look at that and say, what can USC do to change that? Because if that happens against UCLA, um, they're just the next. They're just the next level, and I think everybody knows that. Um, certainly, the USC players and coaches know that that UCLA is going to punish you for those mistakes that Washington might not have been able to. I mean, like we talked about, Washington shot horribly. Yeah. On the day, thirty something, thirty percent, and like twenty eight from three. Mm-hmm. They were getting a lot of open looks too that's that's the remarkable part about it is they were missing a lot of open threes um that they got on offensive rebounds or whatnot um so i really do think that ucla is going to punish those mistakes if usc makes them again um and you know time will tell i'm with you there yeah i think it's um obviously it's imperative to get out to a good start you got to be consistent no scoring droughts we mentioned so many times um please they can't have scoring droughts. Uh, they got to contain those turnovers. But it should be uh, an exceptional, electrifying matchup. We're looking forward to it. I'm sure everyone listening to this is looking forward to it. Um, as always, make sure to follow up on our content at uh, dailytrojan.com slash sports. We'll be live tweeting the game. So please check that out. DT underscore sports on Twitter. Um, obviously, check out everything that comes out tonight. Hopefully, it's a good matchup. We'll talk to you probably next week. But... We'll see, because obviously March Madness is coming up. It's going to be a busy time for USC hoops. But please, as always, make sure to follow up on our content, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you.